Hi, I'm Thomas, and this is Actual Prep, a short podcast where I talk about getting ready for game day. The first thing I'd like to do is actually say, hi, Judd. I was listening to Judd Carlman's Daydreaming About Dragons podcast, and the first episode of it I picked up was episode 20, where he talked about prepping for two different games that he was running that day. Then after the games were over, he came back on with a postmortem of what was happening. And I thought, that's actually a pretty cool idea for a podcast. Because while there's a lot of actual play podcasts out there, there really aren't that many actual prep podcasts out there. So I was like, hey, I kind of want to do a thing like this, where I talk about how I prepare for my games for our roughly weekly game night, and present some post-game notes. While I have this primarily for me, so I can kind of look back on what we did, it's an idea where you know I can review how the game was developed, and uh, it's also a thing where someone who's just listening that's not me can see how other people prepare for game sessions. With our group, we had just finished up another campaign, and we were jonesing for some cyberpunky goodness. In our group, we have several people who have played Shadowrun before, and all of us really have really good memories of that setting, and we kind of wanted to go back to that. The problem that I have with Shadowrun is my tastes in gameplay have changed since I initially got into it. Shadowrun really looks at trying to accurately model how the real world would react when different things happen. And my preferred method of gameplay these days is to just find out what's happening narratively. The details of how like a shotgun goes off in a, in a corridor really doesn't, isn't a thing that I'm really focused on. But there are people in the game group who do love some tactical stuff some strategic positioning and different aspects of, of conflict and combat. So we're looking for something that would satisfy, you know, the, this whole spectrum of gameplay that we like. And we're doing that mainly because we're a group of friends who get together. And this is a social activity that we enjoy doing. And we also like playing uh, the games and telling stories with each other. Now I'm going to tell you a, l- a little secret. We actually are a few sessions into the campaign. These first few recordings are going to be about how we came up with the campaign. One of the things that I really wanted in this is to actually embrace cyberpunk as not just the fetishization of Chrome, but also looking at that whole punk aesthetic. And when I say punk aesthetic, I don't mean pink mohawks, trench coats. What I'm talking about is standing up trying to change the world, make it a better place, which is something that the default setting of Shadowrun up until roughly this upcoming edition doesn't really embrace because, well here, the way that Shadowrun missions work is you've got a, you get a mission from somebody who's representing a corporation or some other large entity They tell you to go do some criminal stuff, you do it, and then you get double-crossed. It's wrapped up in cyberpunk clothing, but it doesn't really position you in a spot where your characters are going to go ahead and change the world.
at least the way that the the games are actually written. I want that aesthetic in our campaign. While all the press releases and everything, like the back cover of the 6th edition of Shadowrun, looks like it's going to really embrace the punk aesthetic, it's also not coming out until the end of the summertime, and from the previews that have been shown, it seems to still have the same mechanical systems in place, just with slight tweaks, which really is uh, a bit of a turnoff for me. So we've been looking around for some system that can go ahead and satisfy more loose narrative, let's just get on with the story type of gamers like me, and uh, game systems that have like some tactical, situational awareness and positioning that gamers like my wife enjoy. So we've come up with looking at the Genesis role-playing game system by Fantasy Flight Games. I've played that before, and actually run it before. It seems to grab a lot of what I like and retains a lot of what some of the other players like. There's a lot of uh, things going on with their fun these funky dice that they have with different symbols on it, and you can interpret you get a role where you succeed in a thing, but a lot of bad stuff happens, and you get to make up what that bad stuff is. Or you might fail a role, but a lot of good benefit things happen, and you can go ahead and say, oh yeah, this stuff means some cooler things are happening even though I didn't re achieve my goal. The system lets the players be really proactive in the game, uh, introducing elements into the narrative and and because of that it's all it's going to let the players be a lot more proactive in the game which when you think about what cyberpunk actually is where there's this element and this desire to actually go out and do something to change the world and do something to make things better that requires the characters, these protagonists that we have, to go ahead and be incredibly proactive and not just sit back and wait for a mission to drop into their laps and let's be criminals. So when I was looking at this system, they announced, Fantasy Flight Games announced Shadow of the Beanstalk, which is a source book that takes their Android setting and makes it into a futuristic cyberpunk game. That pretty much has like all the tech stuff, has all the hacking that you need. Actually seems to be kind of what we wanted. We grabbed that and all that was really was missing in that was a thing to introduce some of the magical elements of the Shadowrun setting into this more softer sci-fi setting. But that stuff is pretty much found in the back part of the Genesis role-playing game core book. There's a whole magic section in there. The only thing that was missing was something about how to summon spirits and elements, and I found something online. We kind of adjusted it. I've compiled everything together, and we have like a working document that delivers a Shadowrun feel 
into the Genesis system. Now I'm going to go ahead and put a link to that document over in our show notes so you can check it out. So far we're about three full adventures into the campaign right now. What that's kind of gave us is uh, just a feel for the system with the different subsystems that the game has. It also allowed us to get things like letting the players choose what they want to do and what how they're actually helping to shape the story. One other thing that I've seen in this is it shows how about plotting an actual session you can be a lot more hands-off because the players will be able to introduce elements using the results of the dice. This actually makes the game more their own. But next time on we're going to talk a little bit about how we chose the setting for our campaign and we're also going to discover some of the session zero things that we always should talk about when we start up a new campaign so that everybody's on board with the game. Also how I can see three games into it that we should have talked about some other stuff too. Alright so that's going to be next time. I'll see you all later. Thanks for listening.